0: Hello, and welcome to the Thoughtful Realtor Podcast. I'm Kenny Gong.
1: And I'm Connie Chung. This is a show for budding real estate agents, whether you're new to the industry or seasoned and refining the fundamentals of your craft. We share practical tools and personal stories with the vision to take our time to give you time, the most valuable resource of all. And in today's episode, we're talking about our sources for story inspiration. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about stories and the power of stories, the first thing that often comes to mind is why are stories so important? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, as realtors, rarely do we think about stories. I bet for many of us, we may sometimes think of other people's stories, Mm -hmm. like the story of a home, the story of why our sellers are moving, or of course, the stories our buyers write in their love letters to sellers when submitting an offer.
0: Yes. Those are some of my favorite stories.
1: (laughs) They're so fun to read. Some of you may think, oh, you know, why would I, why would I need to think of our stories? After all, we're we're professional service providers, negotiators, deal makers, not right. storytellers. Mm-hmm. But we're here to say that your stories and your storytelling have real and major impact on your brand and right. business. Absolutely. So we're going to share our sources of inspiration and some stories related to them on where and how we derive our best stories.
0: Right. Here we go. The first source for stories that we use are origins. These are the stories about where you come from, what you were like as a child, as a teenager, what your family histories are, your ancestors. These are the stories about the beginnings, where you were when you first started. And we're constantly starting new chapters in our lives. So there's always good origin stories to choose from. Mm -hmm. I talk a lot about my family's roots, that both sides of my family are connected to San Francisco's Chinatown, that my dad has been a realtor and a broker for over 50 years in San Francisco. Because my stories are tied to real estate, I can talk about how my family broke the cycle of poverty through property ownership, how we leaped into a different socioeconomic class through real estate, especially noteworthy during the discriminatory times of the 1970s and 1980s in the US. These are the kinds of stories that contextualize and paint different shades when it comes to my relationship to real estate and the industry that I have now chosen as my own hmm. because I'm lucky enough to have aligned my profession with the one that my family has been involved in for decades. These are the kind of stories that also tell you what kind of real estate professional I am too.
1: Your origin story is so connected to what you do today in real estate. right? So our second source of inspiration for stories are values. There are guiding principles, our belief systems, Our values guide our decision-making and our actions reflect our values. Mm -hmm. So I've always valued independence and much of that is connected to financial independence, especially in romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Growing up, my parents had a very traditional relationship where my dad was the breadwinner and my mom, even though she worked in our family business and raised six kids, she didn't collect a formal paycheck. And I saw that play out in the dynamics of my parents' relationship where my mom felt powerless in Mm -hmm. many ways Mm -hmm. or my dad felt more entitled being the breadwinner of our family. And so growing up, it was implanted in me to always have my own independence. And what that looked like was also being financially independent. Mm -hmm. As a teen and in college and after college, whenever I'd go on dates or my boyfriends would offer to pay, I'd feel flattered, but also very uncomfortable and made a conscious effort to pay my share. I knew that when I was contributing, I felt equally important Mm -hmm. and had a say.
0: Yeah, because you are a strong, financially independent woman. (laughs) That's
1: right. I love it. Yes. And it's amazing because working in real estate has opened a whole new door of independence and financial independence. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most folks don't know outside of realtors that as agents, we're independent contractors and not employees of our brokerages. We're the CEOs of our business. We're responsible for for everything from A to Z. It's also incredible in real estate. There's no ceiling to how much you can make or how successful you can be.
0: And it's amazing to think about how all of that is tied to your value of independence and how that, that experience of you seeing codependence in your family's relationship, how that has blossomed into what now looks like today for you, your own financial independence.
1: Totally. That valuing financial independence has really given me so much joy and satisfaction in being able to empower not only myself, but others Mm -hmm. to seek that out as well through the channel of real estate. Right.
0: So the third source of inspiration for stories is struggles. So struggles, as we all know, is part of life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. These are the stories where you're able to get really real and really vulnerable. But the reason these stories are so powerful are because they illustrate our perseverance and our resilience. For example, in my mid-20s, there was a span of about two weeks when my first long-term partner, romantic partner of several years, broke up with me. I was unemployed and I had to move back in with my parents.
1: I love that you're sharing this, Kenny.
0: (laughs) Well, this is where it gets real and vulnerable, And it was a really rough time. I was lost, I was broken, and I was broke. Mm. And I didn't have any direction. But these were also the moments of, for me in retrospect, of amazing hustle. These were the times when my back was against the wall, and I didn't know what the quote-unquote right thing to do was. But I had to do something, right? Like I had to do anything, honestly. This was the time that I also turned to real estate. When I talk about my transition to real estate, I don't always go into this kind of detail. Mm -hmm. But these were the trying times of real struggle that ultimately resulted in my resilience and my Mm -hmm. grit. This is one of the biggest reasons why I love real estate. There are so many agents out there who got into the industry with their backs against the wall. Because real estate can open up doors for people who have nothing but grit and hustle and the burning desire to make something of themselves, oftentimes out of sheer necessity. Some of the best producers, some of the best agents in our business are the ones that have really overcome such amazing struggles in their lives.
1: Oh, totally. I love when agents share how they got into real estate, especially as you mentioned, when they had their backs up against the door and Mm -hmm. really just pushed through sheer grit and hustle. Because I think there's a big misconception with realtors always coming from having a ton of money and just big network and having it all figured out when in actuality so many do come from. In this place of like all right i've got not much and like let's just give <laughs> let's this just a go. go and see and seeing so many of our colleagues just thriving yep. knowing where they've come from right, right. is it's phenomenal incredible. my gosh okay so our fourth source of inspiration for stories is people and while it may sometimes be hard to talk about yourself i know it's a lot easier to talk story about other people and thinking through your people stories think Who are the people who have impacted your life in one way or another? Mm -hmm. Who are the people who motivate you, who drive you to do what you do? Mm -hmm. I was back home in LA visiting my family one day and in the kitchen, I noticed my mom doing a funny little dance and looking a bit uncomfortable. And I realized that she had a piece so bad, but that she had been holding it the entire time while she was preparing a meal for our family. And I was like, Mom, come on, go pee. What are you doing holding it? And you know, that dance was very familiar because it was not the first time that that, that's happened. Mm -hmm. My mom is the type to always put others before herself. Mm -hmm. Even like cases like this at the detriment of her own health. And it worries me. I worry about her health because as a mom of six kids, she's rarely taken a break for herself. And so much of it has become learned practice being a new mom, I catch myself in the same pattern of her and doing things for other people, whether it's Mia, it's if it's not Mia, it's taking care of clients or taking care of the business or doing something around the house. So often that I forget like, oh, what are my needs? This reminds me of the safety precautions before you're about to take off, where they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. I need to remind my mom of this and also myself, as parents, as moms, as partners, as realtors, as service providers, as women, we're constantly taking care of others. But really, in order to provide the best care, the best service, and sustain this, we really have to take care of ourselves first. thinking of people and the stories you can share related to them, it can be why they motivate you, how they motivate you. And in this case, for me, my mom's taught me plenty of lessons and I can I have so many great stories of her to share.
0: And this is what's so amazing when you're talking about stories revolving people. It's that the people that are around us are just reflections of us, right? Like they Mm. say so much about us. They say so much about who we are. So even when we're not thinking about ourselves, if we just look around at the people around us, you get a really good Mm -hmm. indication. You get a really good context of the person that you are.
1: And that's why it's important to share stories about people, especially the people in your lives and who've made an impact.
0: And the fifth and final source of inspiration for stories is passions. So these are the stories about what you do in your free time, what activities give you the most joy. This could be hobbies or, or volunteering. Maybe you do something in your community purely because you just love it. Your passions speak to your world view and how you think about the world and your place in it. I'm going to share a passion that too many maybe a guilty pleasure which is um youtube
1: <laughs> you yes
0: i love youtube it's an it's absolutely a place that gives me joy and i spend a whole lot of time there You know what? It's actually not even a guilty pleasure because I am damn proud of my YouTube passion. (laughs) Is
1: it the millennial in you, Kenny?
0: Possibly. (laughs) The reason why I love YouTube so much is because it has taught me so many skills that I would have never known otherwise. I used to raise chickens in my backyard in San Francisco. And guess where I learned how to raise them? Guess where I learned how to build their coop? And then guess where I learned how to kill one of them Mm. in the most humane way possible it was youtube youtube youtube
1: all the info on youtube
0: all of it every single step-by-step tutorial was from youtube and the emotional
1: support as well
0: (laughs) the emotional support i had to get uh, off of youtube (laughs) outside of youtube
1: (laughs) you speak so passionately about youtube (laughs) in a way that it's not just like your go-to for knowledge and insights but it gives you so much joy
0: it gives me a lot of joy I, I am embarrassed by um, the queue that shows up in YouTube. Oh, like the recommended I, videos.
1: I, I feel like your queue would be so diverse.
0: It's very, very diverse. Like, just if you just look at that queue, you, it speaks to... how how I view the world and how I think about the world and my place in it. You know, when I think about the things that I've learned on YouTube, it's just another example of how I am proactively creating the world that I want to see.
1: Totally. And hearing you just light up talking about YouTube, there's this energy that I'm drawn to. And I know when people when you talk about your passions, you can't help but get excited. And people feed off of that and they connect to it, whether or not they may have share that same passion with you.
0: And that's with all of these stories. When you're talking about stories of passion or people or struggle or values or of origin, if you're you're telling these stories with enthusiasm, people will feel engaged and they'll feel the story and they'll feel so much more connected to you and they'll get so much of a better idea of who you are as a person.
1: Oh, yeah. Enthusiasm and energy are not given enough credit. Yeah, absolutely. And they go so far. So let's recap our five sources of story inspiration.
0: Origins.
1: Values. Struggles. People.
0: And passions. And what's so important to know is that if you know your stories, then you know your strengths and you know your business. Thank you so much for tuning in today for another episode of The Thoughtful Realtor. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. If you have a friend or a colleague who might benefit from this episode, please share because we're all about spreading the love.
1: And if you want more, go to our website, ConnieandKenny.com for resources and to sign up for our weekly email where you'll get some of our best, most personal stories to inspire you. And follow us on Instagram at Connie and Kenny and let us know what you loved most about this episode. Until next time, bye. bye.